trip ko to. Uy, trip ko to. Trip mo, trip ko. I'm your host, Ken. This is a podcast where we talk about your favorite movies, shows, books, comic books, and more. Let's have a quick review of The Batman. Spoilers ahead. The Batman was directed by Matt Reeves. He's the guy who directed Cloverfield in 2008. And he also directed the sequels of Rise of the Planet Apes starting from Dawn of the Planet of the Apes in 2014 and War of the Planet of the Apes in 2017. Now, now that I mentioned Cloverfield, just want to tell you guys that I really love this film. This is considered a sci-fi thriller type of movie, and on top of that, it's also a found footage film, meaning the film revolved around a shaky camera where the viewers will have to endure and follow whoever's holding it. I mean, I enjoyed it, and that's pretty much it. Anyway, when DC announced that they're casting Robert Pattinson, I didn't know exactly what to feel about it. On one hand, I thought, are they casting a new actor in the same universe of Zack Snyder's Justice League? On the other hand, is this a new reboot for The Dark Knight altogether? And if so, when is it going to end? (laughs) Right? Just kidding. I think Robert Pattinson is a great actor. Last time I saw him on a movie was Devil All the Time, starring by Tom Holland. I mean, he really nailed that role, especially on that southern accent of his. The guy is flexible. The actor received mixed reactions when they announced him as the new Batman, and after reading a couple of articles, I also found out that the same thing happened to him when he was casted as Edward Cullen from Twilight. So in general though, when you read a novel and a movie adaptation is announced, you get a bit skeptical as to how it's going to be. Will they cast the right people? Will they look the same as the character from the novels? And so on and so forth. But when it comes to Robert, fans loved him as Edward Cullen, at least after it was released. Now, correct me if I'm wrong with this, but I think the Batman was inspired from the New 52 Batman comic storyline. I've read a part when the Riddler flooded the whole city of Gotham, and it took years for Bruce to finally end his reign over the city. The story was wonderfully written, and it was my first time to read a comic book of Batman, so please, don't judge me on this. Alright, now let's talk about Jim Gordon and Selina Kyle. Jeffrey Wrights and Zoe Kravitz did well on this film. Okay, now, the Batman has been around in Gotham for two years, and right from the get-go, you can already tell that Bats and Jim have some kind of partnership, even if the former never revealed his true identity. Remember that particular scene when Bruce woke up in Gotham Police Station? The two had to come up with some kind of argument to justify his escape, and Bruce had to punch Jim in the face. I like that part. Um... You can already tell that, you know, they have some kind of mutual understanding that only they can understand. Now, Bats and Cat, on the other hand, started a bit off for me. Um, Bats stalked Selena Kyle from her apartment and followed her all the way to the mansion of Mayor Mitchell. 
and from there they work together to find out more about the people being targeted by the Riddler. Now, speaking of the main villain, didn't you guys get goosebumps after he turned himself in to the police? Bats went over to Arkham Asylum to interrogate him, and it caught me off guard when he said, Bruce Wayne. That really gave me the chills. Like literally, like how did he know? How is that possible? I mean, it really gave me chills. Like I didn't expect that coming. Ever. But how about the Penguin though? Well, the Penguin was just a minor character in this film. Nothing significant, but his presence brought some entertainment. Especially that car chase scene that we saw in the trailer. I think his name is Colin Farrell. One more thing that I'd like to bring up though is they did a very good job with the makeup. I mean, if you're going to Google this right now or if you already saw the film, he didn't exactly look like in the film. Like, he, he doesn't have that appearance ever. Yeah, like, seriously. That was him. Like, just compare the actual actor to the one that he was playing in the movie, and you can see that he is totally different. You, would, you wouldn't even recognize him at all. But they did an amazing job on this. So, you know, that that's actually quite impressive on that part. Um, overall, I think the movie focused on Batman's detective skills, which I think was interesting, since the villain is not someone you could just defeat with a few punches. One other thing that I've noticed was when the Riddler revealed the condition of Martha Wayne back when she was being treated in a mental institution. That gave me an idea that when Bruce, as a child, was killed in Flashpoint Paradox, Martha went insane and laughed hysterically, meaning her mind is like a time bomb waiting to explode with or without Bruce's demise. I could be wrong with this analogy since I'm not fully familiar with her in the comics, but Flashpoint Paradox, just to give you guys an idea, it is a comic book storyline and an animated film where Flash went back in time to save his mother. This particular act caused a ripple effect on his friends and the world. Bruce was killed in the alley, Martha turned into Joker, and Thomas Wayne, his dad, became the Dark Knight. Pretty cool and pretty sad, right? The ending was one of my favorite parts of the movie. It was the moment when Bruce said, Vengeance won't change the past, mine or anyone else's. I have to become more. People need hope. To know someone's out there for them. That was a great line. Because at the start of the movie, if you guys have noticed, he symbolized himself as vengeance. A figure to instill fear among the criminals. So in a way, not only did we follow Bruce's investigation and his journey to find out and to unravel the secrets, we also followed his journey to become a symbol of hope in Gotham. So because of that, I'm giving this movie a score of 9 over 10. Really has many revelations starting from the corrupted officials of Gotham down to Bruce's heritage. So, for the listeners, what's your favorite part of the movie? 
feel free to reach us out on Tripmo Tripco Podcast Facebook page and Instagram. Thank you for listening. See ya.